Welcome to His Way Women's Bible Study with Linda Anderson. His Way Ministries is an interdenominational ministry established and committed to helping you experience a dynamic relationship with God. Now, here's Linda with this week's message. I ask for that song for you during the offering on purpose. I have been playing it nonstop at my house. Since my dad went home to heaven less what less than two weeks ago, yeah, um, the enemy has been trying to tell me I'm an orphan now, and so oh, the enemy is ruthless. He sees us when we are in a vulnerable place, and that's when he comes after us with his lies. And so he's been telling me, I'll wake up in the night and the enemy will be saying, you're an orphan now. Your mom and dad are gone. And so I've been playing this song nonstop and singing it in the night with the Lord. When I wake up and the enemy starts harassing me, I just start singing. Oh, his blood flows through my veins. God's blood. I'm a child of God. (laughs) It doesn't matter about what happens here on earth because the things of earth stand next to God like a candle in the sun. I'm telling you, heaven is so close. My my parents, like Billy Graham, you know, (laughs) they were like Billy Graham. (laughs) But my parents... They're just, they're more alive than ever. And your loved ones who have gone on before you, they are alive. They are alive. (laughs) We sing a lot about the empty grave tonight. I've been in that tomb in Jerusalem. That place is empty. And there's no spiritual warfare in that tomb at all. Oh, I wish I could take you all there. (laughs) You know, if you've been there, how many of you have been there? Yeah, quite a few of us. You go into that empty tomb, there isn't a devil of darkness who would dare step foot in that place. Yeah, it it is a quiet place that is full of God's glory and devoid of any spiritual warfare. I wish I could live in there. Well, we have, we're going to go through the outline quickly, and I have one specific thing that the Lord once shared with you tonight, and so hopefully we will hit that one thing, even if we miss everything else. When I was creating blanks for you on the outline today, I only made blanks through five because I knew that we would not get them all in. So I brought you a highlighter, and tonight our message, the the message is called Highlighting God. And I've given you a highlighter so that you can highlight the promises of God and hold on to those promises. I've also given you a couple of lemon um, candies, sour lemon candies, Because I want to remind you that when you, life gives you, you make lemonade. And you make lemonade by adding, well, (laughs) 
honey, 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 the honey sweetness, the honey of the word and the water of the spirit. Okay. So you make lemonade when life gives you limits. Okay. I also gave you this little card. I conquer worry. And I gave that to you because of something the Lord spoke to me a week ago. So I'm going to read to you from the little card. And then we will go into warp speed. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Father God invites us, tell me your needs and don't forget to thank me for my answers. If you do this, you will experience my supernatural peace. Wow. Now, it isn't always instantaneous. Sometimes it is. And sometimes you have to walk through the stuff until you come into that place of supernatural peace. How many of you have experienced supernatural peace before? Okay, if you've never experienced supernatural peace yet, then, um, oh, it is my express desire that you will experience this kind of peace. This peace comes through hearing God's voice. Okay, let's pray, and then we will read from Acts 19. Father, have your way with this message. Lord, help me to not go down rabbit trails. <laughs> help me to tell them the things you want told about Israel. And Lord, be glorified. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Acts chapter 19, beginning with verse 1, reading through verse 6. Acts 19, and it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus. These are towns in Israel. And finding some disciples, believers in Jesus Christ, people who walked with God, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit, when you believed? So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said to them, well, then what were you baptized into? So they said, into John's baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. His way, women, these people had already been, been baptized in water, dunked, like in that baptism over there where you climb in, you go under the water and come out. 
they had already been baptized and they got re-baptized. Some of you need to be re-baptized. I have individuals ask me fairly often if they can be baptized again because they were baptized as a child or even uh, at some point in life and just feel that need, that want you, that desire to be baptized again. And I recommend it highly. Every time we have a baptism here, I want to climb back in that baptismal and do it again. These people were rebaptized. Verse 6. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues, and they prophesied. Now, some of you might ask, why do people speak in tongues when the Holy Spirit comes upon them? And I just want to say, you might need to understand that English isn't God's first language. We who live in America, and especially those of us who have not traveled globally, and, um, all over the world, people speak several languages. In America, primarily people speak one, English. Some people speak a couple, maybe Spanish and English. So our perspective is that English is what God speaks. However, again, English is not his first language. And so often when the Spirit of God comes upon you, you will start to speak in another language and completely surprise yourself and maybe people around you. But there's something about it that's wonderful. You will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And I recommend highly speaking in a heavenly language. Well, at the top of your outline, highlighting God, scripture from Isaiah 55, 2, listen carefully to me and eat what is good. Stop eating bad stuff. Primarily, I'm talking about the news. Number one, King Jesus said that his words are spirit and they are, alive, and they are life. John 6, 63, he said, his words are spirit and they are life. When Jesus speaks, we come alive. When he breathes on us, we are empowered. We feel different. If you don't know whether you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit or not, well, let me just say, if, when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, you know it. You feel different. You act different. You have a joy and you have a love that are supernatural that you couldn't come up with. When I was baptized in the Holy Spirit, it was a long process. Some of you have heard my story, my testimony. 
it took me a long time because God really needed to work on this girl. He's still working on me. But it took a process of um, time for him to um, um, break through pride and to break through my own paradigms. And one night when I was alone with God and my family was gone for the evening, I went to the Lord. I got down on my knees and I said, oh, God, you've got to do something in me. I have got to have more. I am missing something. I'm lacking something. If you don't come and do something in me, I'm going to die. And I was on my knees and I was crying out to God saying, oh, God. Do something. Help me. And suddenly there was a great light that shone in that place. And the air felt electric. And something that was forbidden in my denomination and by credentials in the church that we ministered in, something began to happen in me that was not allowed. And these these syllables began to pour out of my mouth. And it was wonderful. And I was in big trouble. Through the next few weeks, as I got up enough nerve to tell some of the elders in the church... And I was forbidden to pray in the church, forbidden to have any more ministry in the church because of this gift of the Holy Spirit. You know what? A person with an experience. (laughs) My husband says that is a person with an experience is worth a thousand people with an argument. (laughs) I had experienced God and God had so revolutionized and changed my life. That I was different. I would wake my husband up in the night. I would shake him awake and I'd say, Tom, I'm just so happy. (laughs) And he'd say, honey, you told me that. Go to sleep. But I couldn't sleep. I was flying. And I've never stopped. When the Holy Spirit comes... And we are filled with his power and his love. Everything changes. Baptized in the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit. You've got to hear God. We've got to hear God. Right after my dad went to heaven, I was walking my dog out in the field behind our house. And I was praying in the spirit. I was, I was asking God to help me. And I was saying, Lord, something's wrong with me. I said, I don't seem to be able to think clearly. And I'm having trouble articulating. And I can't remember. I don't even know what day it is. And I said, Holy Spirit, something's wrong with me. Um, part of that angel, <laughs> angel and um, some of Some of you came to my dad's memorial service last Friday. And I walked up to Angel and I welcomed her home from South America. And she had been in Greece. 
Stuff like that. No, stuff like that. And I was telling the Lord, Lord, by the way, Carol's home from Africa. Carol's home from Africa. Angel's home from Greece. And Kathy Mooney just left for the Philippines. Yeah, we're going all over the place. (laughs) So I was telling the Lord, Father, something's wrong with me. You've got to help me. And so I'm praying in the spirit and I'm asking, Father, help me. And just as clear as could be, Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, Linda, stop worrying about yourself. I said, Lord, are you not worried about me? And I just felt the Lord smile like, no, honey. (laughs) When he said to me, Linda, stop worrying about yourself. I said, oh, God, I've been worrying about myself. And then I said, forgive me, Lord, for worry. You said, do not worry. I submit to your word. You said, do not worry. I submit. I resist the devil of worry. What did James say? He said, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee. So I submitted to God. I submitted to the word of truth. Do not worry. I said, oh, God, forgive me. And then I said, you devil of worry, you go the cross. You're done here. I bind you. And he had to flee. And I felt fine after that. We've got to hear God. We've got to hear him. We need the Holy Spirit. We've got to walk as women who hear God. We've got to know where to go, what to do, what to say, what not to say for sure. (laughs) We've got to know the secret things because so often we get caught up in turmoil and trouble and issues and all this stuff. But if we can hear God, he breaks right through it. And everything changes. He does it for me all the time, all the time. Some of you say, well, Linda, you're a pastor, you know. You, you, you hear God because you're, <laughs> some of you are nodding. <laughs> Anyone can hear God. But we have to listen. It's the hard part. I put on your outline an attention span problem. How many of you notice that your attention span has gotten shorter? Well, it's a fact. I'm sorry about that, but we're going to get that fixed tonight. Where is it? Somebody tell me where I put it about the goldfish. Number five. Thank you. Under number five. In fact, let's fill that in. Bringing God things to mind as a deliberate act 
is a part of our ongoing process of learning how to live in the light, the light of his voice. God says, let there be light. I read recently of a woman who was healed of cancer because she kept speaking to her body, let there be light. So right below that, the average human attention span has dropped from 30 seconds before smartphones to seven seconds today. The average goldfish attention span is eight seconds. That's pathetic. Put your hand on your head. Oh, God. Please heal my attention span. Increase it, oh God, to more than a goldfish. Lord, help me to be able to concentrate. Help me to be able to listen for more than eight seconds. In Jesus' name, amen. So be it. We have two minutes. Two minutes. You want to fill in the blanks, fill them in. Number two, your hearing aid is the helper, the Holy Spirit. Number three, we highlight God's promises over and above all else. And then I need to tell you about Israel, and I I need God's speed. (laughs) Some of you know that our president, Donald Trump, and this is not a political message, If you did not vote for him and you don't like him, um, I'm not saying you have to. I am saying you do have to pray for him. We don't have an option about that. Our president, Donald Trump, did something phenomenal in December, on December 6, 2017. Some of you know what he did. He made a proclamation that we would recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Oh, it's humongous. Now, in May, probably May 15th, around the same time that Israel became a nation again, 70 years ago, May 15th, 70, seven sevens, read Daniel. Israel, when Israel became a nation again, it never wasn't, but they had their land back. So on May 15th, around the middle of May, we will move the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Do you know why? Did you? This is what I I wrote it. Oh, good. I did type it. You can read it later. You need to read it. This is what he said. When I become president, the days of treating Israel like a second-class citizen will end on day one. Wow. Why is this relevant to you? Because we are coming into a time of God's favor in our nation. Scripture tells us that those who bless Israel will be blessed. 
both nations as well as individuals. Now, here at His Way, we support Israel. You may not know that. I don't even know if I've told you this. We send offerings every month to Israel. We have brought home busloads of Jews from Russia back to Israel. Horizon Christian Church supports Israel every month. Tom and I and our family, we support Israel every month. Our mother church, the Father's house, they they believe that their prosperity, their extreme prosperity, is because they give large amounts of money to Israel monthly. I believe that Tom and I, that our prosperity, and yes, we are prosperous. I believe that it is directly in relation to our support of Israel. Our nation is coming into a time of God's favor. We are coming into a time when there will be an opening for many to come into the kingdom of God. And I, for one, I'm praying in that. We sing, there is an army rising up. I'm asking you, I'm enlisting you. I'm, 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 I guess I'm begging (laughs) that we take this moment, this time, this opportunity, that we don't hold back anymore. You didn't hold back during worship tonight. That we don't hold back anymore. That we don't stand around and go, well, I don't know. I don't know if I want, what might the Holy Spirit do if I ask him to baptize me and with his fire and fill me completely? What might he do? I might look foolish. I might, I might pray in tongues. <laughs> I might become one of those crazy evangelists like Pastor Linda, who goes to Macy's and and grabs people to get them saved and healed. (laughs) What might God do? What could he do during the season, open season? (gasps) Yeah, Miracle March, huh? Maddie wrote me that today. Miracle May, too. And all the other months. (laughs) Let us step forward. Let us just um, put away all the all the stuff (laughs) and just say, I, I, King Jesus. To anything he wants. Yeah. He wants his Holy Spirit. To fill every single one of us. So that we have power. So that we have strength. So that we have boldness. We have health. We have fire. And we can do anything that he wants. Would you stand with me? And 
Tamara, would you? <laughs> Nettie, you're about to fly. <laughs> there was something else in the news recently, and I want to hit it briefly. Um, there was a headline that, can you go ahead and play? I'd love to have background things. There was a headline that stated that one of President Trump's advisors, one of the people who sits on his council of advisors, had um, spoken and said that people didn't need to get a flu shot. <laughs> and... Um, the media was making fun and saying that Gloria Copeland, who sat on our president's advisory council, had come out and said, you don't need to get a flu shot. You need Jesus. Well, the media was um, using that as a tool against our president because um, the prince of the power of the air, Satan, um, loves to do stuff to the airways. I should never say loves with his name. Yeah. <laughs> and so he wanted to bring an accusation against our president by complaining against Gloria Copeland for saying that Jesus would heal and that he sure flew shot. So the media came out and they started ranting against her and saying that, she, just saying stuff about her, slandering her. And in the article, um, there were several articles. Maybe some of you had seen some of, of them. Um, they started giving stats about how many people had the flu and how it was epidemic and how it was dangerous and how we're all going to die, you know, just doom and gloom and then they said how silly they actually wrote in that headline how silly to think that prayer could heal do you know what Gloria Copeland did did she back down <laughs> did she renege or start recanting or start um, trying to fix it? No, she stood up and said, Jesus is your inoculation. <laughs> Against sickness. As you move forward in the power of the Holy Spirit, the media might come against you. There might be people around you who start saying stuff about you. Your allegiance, I pledge allegiance to you, oh God. My allegiance is to God. I fear God. The voice of a stranger I will not follow. And neither will you.
by the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, will you just ask him, oh God, rebaptize me. Baptize me, oh God, in your spirit, oh God. Holy Spirit, come and fill me up. Fill me up, Holy Spirit. And fill me and keep filling me and keep filling me. Oh God, fill me. Fill me up. Spirit of the living God, fill me. (laughs) And thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Prayer team, will you come? The scripture said that Paul laid hands on people and they received the Holy Spirit. Prayer team, do any of you have the Holy Spirit? Okay, if you want to have hands laid on you and you want to receive the Holy Spirit, these women, these mighty warriors are full of God. And specifically, there are some of you who love to pray that people will receive the gift of tongues. Can I see who? If you would like, (laughs) yeah, to receive that gift, um, Pastor Ingrid, I see you. I see Dory. I see Carol. I see many of you. Yes, Amanda, Mary Lou. Thank you. Okay. All right. So can you lay hands on people quickly? If you need healing, come and get prayer for healing. You need strong bodies. You need to not be waylaid by infirmity and disease. So come and get healed. Come and get joy. Come. If you have kids, come first. Come quickly. Come soon. I love you. I'll see ya.